0: learn more at marines.com All right everyone, welcome emergency podcast right now. We uh, we got ahead of ourselves. Um, we didn't realize the fan base that we were covering. <laughs> listened to ourselves a few times. We gave some hints at fantasy, but we didn't really dive into um, who we love, uh, You know what to expect for week one. So um, some faithful listeners reached out and they really wanted to, to get a taste of, of what were our thoughts. So Maddie and I are, are jumping on. This is going to be a quick one, but um, really we're, we decided that what we'll do each week is we'll run a little fan duel contest between Maddie and I, Um, We'll go over strategy today, what we think about when we put together our teams. To be honest, I haven't done a ton of daily fantasy in my career. Um, I've been playing fantasy since I was a a freshman in high school and, you know, adding up everything on the calculator and figuring out, okay, how many points did Brett Favre have today? And and I think I might have indulged that. qualifies uh, you for boomer status, I think, potentially. I might be boomer. Um, Let's keep an eye on it. It's yeah. I, I don't know that, that anything was verified. Um, I don't know <laughs> that I won that league either. So, so I feel better about that, but, um, regardless, so we're going to run through a little bit of what we like this week, some players we like, what we think about when we're building, you know, our, our teams and, um, and then the tiebreaker is always going to be a kicker. So if, if Manny and I are are tied, which is, is going to be hard week to week, um, And there's not a lot of money on this. I mean, there's a dollar each, and and Maddie was a couple hundred, just a couple hundred each.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dubs, mute that (laughs) part. Mute
0: that part. FanDuel is making more money than us on (laughs) on this exchange. Um, So regardless, we're uh, we're gonna run through you know our teams a little bit. We'll give you a taste of what we think about. And, And Maddie, what you know, I'll start with you. Tell me a little bit about your daily fantasy life and and uh, where you got started, um, and and then what you think about when you're actually constructing a team um, to win week to week. I think about you, Gibby, obviously, <laughs> first and
1: foremost. No, I think, you know, no matter how high the stakes, I think it's just fun. I, I enjoy fantasy for the process. It's hard. There's like so, There's so many avenues to getting to the right equation, and there's so many different people now, and there's so many sharp, like, just people in this industry that it's really hard. So I think it's hard to make any sort of like sweeping judgments on performance. I've I've been – I mean I don't think I'm like historically up. I'm probably like dead even is my guess. I yeah. feel like that's about – I'm like a break-even guy there. It depends. Like it always ends up depending on how far I stray away from my process, which early in the season is pretty basic because we don't have a lot of data to go back to. We don't have a lot of metrics to lock in on to try to find some trends. So I really just try to keep it as simple as possible at the beginning. And I feel like that's tends to be when I have my most success is early in the season. Cause I just, you don't get too cute. Try to jam in these ridiculous combinations of players to like hit the nuts. It just doesn't. Yeah. Never, you're, never not,
0: you're not running trail on Burks out there.
1: No, no, you just gotta be smart. You can't put teams together with what you hope will happen. You've got to put teams yeah. together with what, with what is most the highest percentage most likely to happen. And so Early in the season, I try to find teams that have low personnel turnover, so teams with continuity, ideally Mm -hmm. on the offense. I don't care so much about the defense unless we're talking about, you know, if it's projected to be a high total and and the game is going to be a shootout. Obviously, you can overthink those and get away from those games, and it ends up um, not ending very well for you. But So I look for continuity. I look for teams with high, not just a high um, game total, but I look for teams, and they're usually going to be synonymous, but I look for teams with a high implied team total. 20, yeah. 20 something plus three, four scores. That's enough to get you there. Um, and then I look, the final thing for me is I look to see if those teams are playing at home because Interesting.
0: I hadn't it, thought about, thought about the, the home road splits. Um, something I've never really looked at in fantasy. Yeah. It matters. I think Yeah, you can follow a sense.
1: lot, but it's like, who knows, right? These things are all, we're just looking to throw darts at the dartboard and see if we can find the center.
0: Of course. The other thing that I'd say too is like what I look at to start is, all right, what games are going to go high, You know, Vegas knows better than I do. Oh yeah. Um, You know, so I'm looking at over-unders high over-unders and I'm like, okay, who do I like on, on that team? And you know, ESPN, all these people know a heck of a lot more than, than I'll ever pretend to know. Um, But also, you know, they'll get into the matchups like, you know, minus 3.1 points for this, you know, defense and, we're so early in the season to your point. And also when you're talking about cornerbacks, like, you know, Darius Slay is fantastic. Um, you know, with, with Philadelphia, but I'm not staying away from him. Um, yeah. I'm not staying away from a, maybe I'm staying away from a Lions receiver because it's the Lions, but I'm not, you know, yeah. necessarily overemphasizing, you know, matchups. We don't have the Darrell Revises that are man to man. That's you fair. Know, every, every single week. Um, yeah, and taking away a, a fantasy stud at wide receiver. So, you know, I, I I go more on like, what are the over-unders? What games do I think could be high scoring? Who do I like from there? And then just scenarios and playing it out. What's the most likely thing to happen?
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. And I think you're right. Like it's, a, it's really a matter of, it's probably a little bit less about, I focus less on like, is this a shutdown corner? Does this team have three linebackers that can cover space so that, pass catching running backs are less likely to have big games, which makes them less viable to use as like a long shot. That's probably overthinking. But if you're I use those things that break ties, right? Like I think yeah. you know, for instance, the Lions. You just mentioned the Lions. I think they are gonna have a better offense, but they're playing Philly. I know they're at home. The total's under fifty and they're playing Philly. And I think we both assume Philly's gonna have a top five ish, ten-ish D this yep. year. So I look for that stuff too. Like it's hard to to hit the sweet spot I think there's a couple games in particular that I think are just like no-brainers that I, that you got to get the right pieces of that's the thing you have to find the games and then you've got to have the right pieces in those games and the, the variance there and the nuance to it is definitely big so I don't know do you have any in mind I wonder if we're aligned on any of these games I've got essentially I'm looking at three games that I would
0: like to fulfill fill up most of my lineup from if that makes sense it does. Um, a couple of them. I, I think we're probably going to be in lockstep with Vegas Chargers. Yeah. Um, maybe not. Um, yeah. Yep. Kansas City, Arizona. Um, yep. I like quite a bit. And and those were the, the two that stood out. Um, there are some other games that I just like the individual player. And what I try and do too, uh, you know, not to digress too much, but I'll look at okay what do I think you know we're we're doing this on FanDuel so everyone's got a salary and yeah. you know it's also PPR so I keep that in in consideration. Um also there's one league I'm in and I don't know if we have any listeners in that league but we need to start doing um decimal or fractional points. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. 88 yards is more than 82 yards. I should get yeah. 8.8 points instead yeah. of 8.2. We do so, that in our league in our main league. It's um,
1: on sleeper. I don't, I don't think it's the one that you're in with us, but it's fractional. So we never have, it's, I
0: think we've had like one or two ties in three years. It's very tough. It's, it's at least two a year um, or three years. Yeah. So anyway, um, but, but I'll look at, um, you know, I'll start out with who do I think are values and I'll build my team that way. And then, I'll, I'll sort of sub out a little bit. Um, like, okay, I've got four thousand dollars left in salary, um, so I'll make a switch between. In this interest, in this instance, um, Derek Carr. You know, I, I was pegging that game, um, and I had enough money left over, and I was like, "Well, I'll take the upgrade." Not according to David Carr, but <laughs> <laughs> that our buddy, our <laughs> friend, and yours. Um, but I'll I'll take the upgrade to Justin Herbert in that, in that situation. So, um, so I'll, I'll kick it off there, but curious your, your three games you had penciled in. Uh, before I jump in, I just learned a fun fact. Did you know Steve
1: Young was from Connecticut? No, I just, I just learned this randomly now. And that kind of, for, for some strange reason, it shouldn't be like this thing that surprises me, but that's not where I expected him to be from. So a prop of nothing, but um, I agree yep. with you on the charges. think. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How, how long was he there? Was it just like, oh, I he, mean, he was a Greenwich guy, so he, I can't okay. imagine he was rushing to get out of there. Right? Probably wow. had to lure him across yeah. the country.
0: Um. Wow.
1: Yeah. So Look that's a little guys. nugget. That's that's a free nugget for the listeners. Just yeah, you, know, you come to you come to enjoy, but you come to learn.
0: <laughs> that's what we're here for. Thank <laughs> you for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you appreciate that. So Chargers with you. No, I mean high total. Chargers are at home. I think those games are going to be shootouts. It's just defense. It's tough to play good defense um, early in the season because I think defense requires a lot more communication than offense. And so I think it takes defense a little bit longer to be where they need to be reading the plays properly. Offense, they're just working on routes, right? And they're just running concepts. So I like that game. uh, Arizona KC is also fits that mark, especially with Arizona being um, a seven point dog at home. Yeah that tells me that they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. So you, it's almost required that you have somebody from that game. Um, if I may. You may. Those games feel right and obvious. And obvious. we never know how this is going to shake out. But I always look for the games that are just under it that don't fit all of the criteria, but fit most of them. I have one here. that I've Yeah, got and I control. wonder if it's the same one. It's Cincy and Pittsburgh. I don't.
0: No. Okay. So, so don't my like, logic – Oh, sorry. Go well, ahead. Go ahead. Well, I have, I have Green Bay, Minnesota. Um, okay and my logic there stems (laughs) literally from, from our conversation on the NFC over unders um, talking about how bad Minnesota's defense might be. Yeah. And like how quick they, they're going to try and score. Um, Yep. Because I think green Bay is going to try and chew up the clock and, you know, make make it the long game, you know, win 27, 24, um, but have control of the game the whole time while Minnesota's keep like trying to play catch up and is down 27, 17 with three minutes left and scores the backdoor cover. Actually, it's not a cover in this situation, but, but I know what you mean. It feels like, one. yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: no, that makes sense. And that's like, I think like, so these are super micro concepts, but it depends on the size of the tournament you're playing, right? Like if you're in a head to head or a 20 team, 20 man league, or like a multi million, not multi million, but like a multi entry million dollars. So it's different for all of them, but I think, you do have to find a little bit of arbitrage in there for sure, or else you're just gonna have the same lineup as everybody else. And you limit your upside when you do that. Yeah you leave you leave points. So my my whole process is like I want to win big or lose big. I'm not really looking to finish in the middle. That feels against what the point of this is, right? That's kind of what fantasy is. You just shoot the middle and hope you make it through. Fantasy like season long. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. I think like in terms of like specific players, we probably should just like throw a couple names out there that I think are like very obvious to play Um, from that game. I think Mixon is a very easy, not super expensive. I think on, on FanDuel, he is the like sixth or seventh most expensive. Um, So you can save some money coming off of like Eckler to Mixon, where I think some people might miss that because it's not one of those games with a high total. Um, I worry about the fact that he didn't play at all during training camp. And so obviously this part is, not ideal but in a game that's not any of those games we talked about I think Elijah Mitchell's a decent play seems to that's be the only yeah the only guy they trust I think they're going to probably win that game pretty easily yeah. um so you know I would I would imagine they're going to try to get Lance into the flow a little bit so yeah. I don't know it's it not take a bad idea the burden off of them yep what about but, you um, what do you got what are you looking at
0: yeah so a couple wide receivers in a couple of games that that I mentioned that I I really loved um, actually the three wide receivers, I went cheap. I started cheap and I was like, you know what? I'm comfortable rolling with it. We're, um, and it kind of goes against what I said about the cornerbacks. Like we're not, you know, I'm not going away from a specific wide receiver because sure. that or a corner. Um, but I love Minnesota trying to play catch up. And I was thinking Justin Jefferson. I want shares of Justin Jefferson. Always. Um, but I like Jair Alexander and he tends to be more of a man guy. So yep. I went Adam Thielen, um, just to save some money to, you know, boost other areas of the roster. And then the chargers Vegas, like, I think, um, I see this playing out a few ways, right. I could see Devonte Adams going off and going absolutely nuts, but I could also see him just trying to move the sticks and Josh McDaniels like he loves nothing more than Renfro.
1: You're going Renfro, was, Renfro here.
0: Yeah. I went Renfro. Yep. Um, and then the KC Arizona game, I loved the idea of, uh, you know, some, to your point, continuity. Um, and Mahomes yep. has a bunch of new receivers out there. Um, there's one guy I know that he trusts is Nicole Hardman, um, who was at $5,400 in, in FanDuel. So I felt like there were some some values there where I could, you know, boost up the running backs. Like I, I didn't think Mixon was crazy expensive. There's one that I don't know about. Um uh, that I think this is gonna be the decision. This is gonna be the deciding factor <laughs> probably. But um I I have a feeling Philly's gonna eat up the the run game um for Detroit quite a bit. And they're gonna, you know, Jamal Williams will have his moments, but I think if Detroit is gonna stay around late, you're gonna see some PPR points from Swift. Um yeah. you know, yep. check down city. Um just cause Billy's defense is so good. And I don't, you know, I'm not worried about the, the linebackers and space, et cetera. Like I think, you know, he's just going to have volume um, to try and keep the game close. Um, so, so those are some of my thoughts. Any, any nuggets for you that that you were like having and calling about or. I mean, beyond the obvious ones, I feel like there's some, some cheap,
1: I, there's a couple of the receivers that I think are good, cheap, cheaper ish plays that. um one of them's from that game that you mentioned earlier. Sammy Watkins is kind yeah. of the only receiver Rodgers has left that he has, you know, probably any faith in. I mean, he's a professional
0: football player at this right, point.
1: like, and he's right. always good for like two games a year, and he spikes. And I bet you if you go back the last three seasons, there's a couple random games where he randomly shows up, double random. It's and been he throws, early in the season too. Yep. I remember I got yep. smoked by by Sammy yeah. Watkins, and yeah, B1. it stinks. It stings. So I think he's a good sneaky play off of like, again, these are like probably a little bit deeper. Um, Yep. Christian Kirk. I don't think Washington's very good. No. Um, And I think Jacksonville's going to want to come out and sort of prove that they aren't what the team they were last year. And Kirk is kind of the only dude that I've heard any good real connection stories with, with Lawrence. Um, So that's a cheap
0: stack that you can do that one for, for real cheap too. So I think those are good. Um, That's interesting. I wonder, they're, they're probably going to, You know, bring Etienne or Etienne along pretty slowly. I would imagine. I think Um, so, especially if they're rushing Robinson back. That's uh, that's what I would I would be like in love with them. Think like, oh, this is going to be a great season for him, and start him in week one. And like, and that's that's my downfall in the daily fantasy. It's hard. It is tough. Yeah, yeah. And then I I really like either either Green Bay running back in this game because I think they're just going to slog this thing to death and um and like we've said Minnesota's defense is not very good and yep. um and they're going to want to play ball control keep i mean it's going to sound weird but green bay keep minnesota's offense off the field um yep. and green bay's got a good defense so um you know but i but i think there're going to be points in that game that just come late and, yep. and i think you know they're going to whether it's Dylan or Jones i think are are worthwhile looks yeah
1: i agree I agree. I think they're going to be a big part to my point about them not having any receivers. I think that's where those targets, we've been thinking that all off season. We'll see if yeah. it comes to fruition, but those targets got to go somewhere. And those guys are the only two that have any continuity with Rogers. So that makes sense. I think if you're thinking about like, I don't really care that much about tight end. I generally try not to spend up a tight end. I just, it's yep. just the, those teams or those players in those positions all seem to sort of end up coming back around to the center together. So I'm looking for tight ends like Cole Komet on teams that have don't have a lot of other options and are going to be behind. we guaranteed to be losing. Um, yeah. So I'm not, I don't have a lot of tight end takes. That's probably
0: the extent I, I of what I've got. But I've I've been Pat Fryermuth has been my guy in every like season long. <laughs> it's just touchdown dependency, and I like Kyle Pitts this week a little bit. Like I I think you know they're going to throw the ball a little bit. New Orleans has a good defense, but they've got to find someone in Atlanta and quarter Patterson can only get so many touches. So I think, you know, if, if you've got the money to spend, like on a tight end, I think he might be worth it. But in general, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I'm looking at, okay, you know, how much can I get Friar move for, or, um, whoever else that hopefully they score a touchdown and, and that, you know, evens everything out. So, um, we wanted to keep this short and sweet and, and yep. under twenty minutes. Any yep. final thoughts? And then we need your kicker pick. If, if this ends up in a tie, uh, we're going total kicker points. Wow, kickers! I kickers are tough. I'm not even sure. You know what?
1: I'm just going to stick with Rodrigo because
0: yeah, I feel I like,
1: you know, why do, the, why do the heavy lifting of looking for someone to give me more than Rodrigo can when it probably doesn't exist? So Occam's razor, right? Most yeah. obvious is usually the case. So we're going to go with Rodrigo. Um, and I might actually, I'll tell you what, I might take him every week. As very every week except for one, should this be
0: survivor kicker? <laughs> <laughs> that's what the people are here for. Absolutely, they want it. Uh, in honor of our buddy Rick, um, and thank you for for guest hosting with us yep. uh, the last, the inaugural episodes. Um, yep. I'm gonna take Daniel, his, his buddy Daniel Carlson. Loves him. Um, that's a nice. Uh,
1: that's a nice homage.
0: Yeah. Well, I figured you know, he put in the effort and the work. Um, yep. for, you know, last week. So yeah, I think that's pay nice. It back. Yeah. pay it yeah. Forward. So um, just to give everyone a little preview for next week, we've got, um, we've got to finalize some details uh, with, with Weeksy um, to get him in, to talk about some breakfast sandwiches. We might have a special guest to, to give her takes. This mm-hmm. isn't a male only dominated show. I know Absolutely our listenership not. is 100% male and 100% age range, 35 to 44. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long that, as you're not in Cleveland in
1: or Jacksonville, that's you know it's going <laughs> to be a constant in, theme.
0: Nothing in Jacksonville, <laughs> um, but we've got we've got some great guests that will be coming up over the the football season. You know, this isn't just just going to be football. This is going to be no. you know stuff that that people want to talk about and have on their mind. And Maddie and I are here to to walk you through the paces of it. So that's
1: it. That's it. We just want to help everybody have the conversations they're looking to have out here. I, I
0: I couldn't have said it better, but well, good night. Good luck this week in your fantasy endeavors. Um, really exciting to to kick off football season. I hope uh, everyone enjoys it and, uh, and it stays safe and, and uh, healthy throughout.
1: It's, it's going to be a real treat. Gibby. I agree. You're the King. You too, buddy. All right. See ya.
0: Take care. <laughs> Hey, hey.